The Ramchal has explained until here that the method of judgment in Shemayim resembles the court system of the Torah. And he explained that sometimes Hashem himself presides over the judgment, and there are appointed malachim for every aspect of the judgment. He continues to explain that the Sutton as well is appointed to be Tevea Mishpat, to demand judgment. That's the job of the Sutton. That's what it means that the Sutton is Mekatreg. Sutton is Mekatreg, that word in, in uh, Lashon Kaidish means that he goes up to Hashem and he says, there's a need for, for me to Sadin. And when he demands that judgment be dealt, the court system begins to listen to testimony. And here too, all the averis and actions of any person are clear and revealed in front of Hashem. He doesn't require any prosecutor to lay them out in front of him. He doesn't need the sudden to do that. But Hashem's will is that it should proceed as a court case because that's the way he designed the world. And this is this is the tachlis of the sun. This is what, what the, the sun is mastin. That's what it means. Uh, Hashem also made restrictions when the sun has the power to make this demand and to be mekatrig. Sometimes he's actually called in to be mekatrig, as it says, when someone puts himself into a dangerous situation, the sun is called in and says, look, this person is uh, putting himself into a dangerous situation. Clearly he thinks he's worthy of being saved. Let's see what he has. Let's see what he's got. Chazal says certain things have a tendency to bring up the records in Shemaim. When a person is takes certain risks and uh, again is, is he's nechshal he's on certain things and they uh, open up the record book. Other times Hashem doesn't allow the Satan to testify as we know in New Kippur. The Satan is held back. All aspects of these conditions have, like everything else, levels upon levels and pratim. They have times and contexts which Hashem all put into place from the beginning of creation. The Ramchal now goes on to explain what the role of the constellations, the mazalis and the stars, play in, in the life of a person and the judgment of a person. There's much talk about it, especially in these parashiyas, you see it by Abraham Avinu, and there's talk about it in Chazal in different places, but Purim, we know the Mazalas, the stars, they seem to play a big role. And we've discussed earlier that when something is determined and decreed in Shemayim, and the spiritual aspect of that judgment has been set, so now it goes through a process. It has to reach this world. It's in a very ruchniestig place, it's in Shemayim. And it has to come level after level until it can take effect in the physical world. And this this is known as ishtalshalus. That's the word in Lashon Kaddish that describes this process. And we've already examined different aspects and points of ishtalshalus. The mazalus, the constellations, are the top of the chain of ishtalshalus, where it's, that is just where the spiritual decree turns into the first level of physical through these celestial bodies. They, according to the Rambam, they are actually Bale Seichel. They're alive to some extent. Um, regardless of that, they, they, they have this power to be a conduit. Hashem designed the world that the life force and power of various different physical creations and all physical creations are channeled through the stars, through the mazalas, through the constellations. All different aspects of life are channeled through the constellations. Life, children, wealth, wisdom, and so on. And that's why the people that used to have the ability to read the stars had the ability to perceive that about a person. 
Now, although the physical world is tied to the stars, it is possible to overrule what the stars channel to this world. As we know from last week's parasha, Hashem raised Avraham Avinu above the stars during the Brisbane of Basar. And although, according to the Mazalas, according to the constellations, Avraham Avinu should never have had any children, and we should not exist, but he went beyond the stars, and therefore, in Mazal Yisrael, us as his children, as his progeny, we, we aren't controlled by Mazalas, we're not controlled by the constellation, because according to the constellation, we don't exist. Chal Yisrael's existence this defies the stars and constellations. The stars have a control over the physical world as a channeling force, but it's limited. And thus, those who read the stars get only a partial picture of what's actually happening. Now, Hal doesn't clarify, but according to what Rashi seems to explain about Avram Avinu, the method the stars control a person's mazel and what will happen to him can be predetermined before a person actually does anything. Regardless of sin or mitzvah, tzaddik or rasha, the mazals determine uh, a, a person's mazel. The Ramchal is only explaining that the Mazals themselves don't actually control anything. They're just a conduit from the spiritual world for the gradual change into a Gashmius decree. He doesn't shed any light on how the process of Mazal works and what is it that, you know, why one person is rich, one person is poor, one person is has children, another, another one doesn't, and how it coincides with Mishpat and Din. He made a mention of it earlier, but that's not what he's coming to explain here. He's just explaining what place it has in Ishtashlus. And that's what determines it as part of the secrets of how Hashem structured the reality of this world.